Hey there, and welcome to the daily podcast where wisdom smacks us with kisses or love taps. I'm Michelle Spiva, a wisdom strengthening coach, your host, and practical priestess of wisdom. Join us daily to gain wisdom and mental strength as we tackle innovative thinking, address emotional and behavioral life traps, and yes, provide you with some practical how-tos to wrap it all up. So settle in or crank up the speed 2x, whatever gets your mental processes firing as we dive in. Stay tuned. Hey there, this is Michelle Spiva, your Practical Priestess of Wisdom with today's podcast of Wisdom Smack. Mwah. Join me on the flip because we're going to be talking about the second pandemic that we're currently involved in. Oh yes, it's here. And we're going to be looking at what what it means to recognize and to get past when the pandemic is not just affecting your body, but now it's affecting your mind. So join me on the flip as we talk about how to survive our, eco- our economic, I keep saying that y'all, our emotional pandemic. I'll see you on the flip. Hey there, and thank you so much for joining me for today's podcast of Wisdom Smack, and let's go on and get into it. Today, I'm going to be talking about how to survive our emotional pandemic. Yes, we are in not only a physical pandemic, biologically speaking, but we're also in an emotional one. And I'm going to preface this by saying uh, there is an old Bible scripture that says first natural, then spiritual in the Gospels. And I wanted to put that up as the pathway for how wisdom has come to me at this time. Now, if you've been keeping up with this podcast, you may have noticed that I took a little break. I had to, y'all. I had to. Um, I I needed to deal with my emotional self. I needed to deal with my own emotional pandemic, Um, the the things that I'm going to be talking about today. And it took a little bit because I, I just, I'm not going to I'm I'm just not going to not practice what I preach. So I took the time and I hope that I've taken enough time to be able to come back to you and, and do you the service and the justice that I have always endeavored to. And that is to serve you with the wisdom that I receive in the best way that we can all understand it and grow from it. All right. So thank you for that. Let me go on and, and start with my notes. So I wanted to uh, remind you guys that this is a time of chaos. And back in the latter part of last year, I started being led by wisdom to start preparing us for chaos ahead. And we, I talked at, uh, at that time, I talked in many different ways as much as I could in many different podcasts about the process from moving from order into, de- into uh, decay, decline, stagnation, death, and into chaos. And then what happens when you get into chaos, how it is uh, 
uh, it's not good. <laughs> and uh, what must happen? And the, the thing that I wanted to make sure that I stressed at this particular time is that chaos never intends for us to stay in a sense of chaos. Because chaos is disorienting, it's dangerous, it's full of death, it's full of destruction, full of fire, uh, and all of those things that are very extreme. So the time of chaos is an extreme time. And it's so extreme that we find that it is acting itself out in first natural, then spiritual. And I'm using spiritual as a catch-all for emotions, mental, um, intellectual, and even your soul, your spirit. Okay. So the first natural, we, of course, are still in the throes globally of a disease pandemic, uh, the virus. And it is no doubt that this is a pandemic. So let me just say right there that this is a global universal event of disease. It is a disease that's infiltrating our mortal coils, our bodies, and causing uh, anything from minor discomforts to long-term effects to even death. So this is nothing to play about. This is nothing to take lightly. This is a true Danville pandemic. And then I want to talk about what happens when you're in the midst of a pandemic and the wisdom that the wisdom smack that I got about this place of chaos. And we're going to be talking about pandemonium. Okay. So let's get into it. And y'all know how I like to do. I like to go to the definitions so that we can look at things. So the first and foremost thing I want to say is, is an epidemic is uh, in relation to a disease that hits a, 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 a certain group of people or a certain area, a contained area, a dist district, an area, a neighborhood or something like that. So when it's something that's large enough for it to be outside of a family, but small enough for it to be contained, it is an epidemic. But when that epidemic gets legs on it and it starts to move, it, it becomes a pandemic. And the very definition, the current one that we have, it, me, pandemic means of relating to disease. It is prevalent over an entire country, continent, or the whole world. It's an epidemic that has managed to infect a large area. Pandemic means it is generalized and it's universal. Okay. Then we have our pandemic of disease that has now, and I, I kind of when I when I look at them energetically, you guys, in my meditation, I don't see, but I sense whirling dervishes, like Whirling dervishes of uh, tornadoes and hurricanes spinning off from each other to cause havoc in their pro in their respective realms. So where we have the natural, the pandemic of the of the natural, the the body, we then have the pandemic of the mind, the emotions, the thoughts, the intellect, the feelings, and the spirit. 
And so now we find ourselves in a spinoff from the natural into the spiritual. Remember, I told you all that's the path and the pattern that I was looking at. Where now we have a global emotional pandemic of race relations and turmoil around that. And it's unfortunate, but it is needful because we are the family of the human race. And families have issues. This just happens to be a time when the family secret has to be drug out into the open so that we can actually start dealing with it. So we can get all the factions of family to come together and get past this. Because in the natural, in the body, it's a disease pandemic. But in the spirit, it's a dis-ease pandemic. And we, we must find proper alignment. Okay. So now that I have uh, talked about these, these two states of being that we find ourselves in conclusive, I mean, con- consecutively, we, we, we're, we're still not over the physical pandemic of the virus. We still are, 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 are dealing with that and uh, trying to figure out how to move past it. And we are now dealing with the emotional pandemic and how prevalent that dis-ease is around the world. All right. So I want to now talk about what happens when you have an emotional pandemic and a physical pandemic happening at the same time. You get pandemonium. And I want you guys to understand that pandemic, the difference between pandemic is it is usually talked about with regards to a disease. And a pandemonium is usually talked about as a noun, as a place, and as a state of being. And I will say, as again, as I said just before, with regards to uh, the chaos and the chaotic nature of chaos, chaos is a moving, destructive event, situation, or occurrence that comes to pass, but never to stay. And so chaos does not want us hanging out in the pandemonium. And so here is the current uh, definition for pandemonium. Okay. So it says that pandemonium is the wild uproar or unrestrained disorder. It's the tumult, tumult, excuse me, I always stumble over that word. It's the tumult or it's chaos. Pandemonium is synonymous with chaos. And then, now this is the part where the rubber beats the road because pandemonium is also that place or the scene of riotous uproar or utter chaos. And for good measure, it goes on to say that pandemonium is the abode of all the demons. It is hell. Mm -hmm. All right. And so I'm going to, I know you're like, what? (laughs) I'm going to just cut to the chase. The wisdom smack that I want to talk about on how to survive our emotional pandemic is to go through hell. All right. There, I've said it. I've said it. 
And the reason why I've said it is because there are a lot of people now that I've even experienced saying, can we just move on? I mean, enough with this. Everywhere I look, gosh, I'm having to deal with all of this anti-racism. Can't we just all get along and move on? Yes, we can. We definitely can. But we're going to have to do it the right way because you can move freely about hell all you want to. That does not mean you get out of it. No, there are ways that you have to get out of it. So the first thing I want to talk about is what emotional pandemonium looks like, feels like, and the like. And if you are finding yourself fatigued to that bone aching, mind numbing, strained, stressed like you've never experienced where you just want to take to the bed to get away from it all, you are in the midst of exercising the emotional pandemic of not only your mind, but of the entire world. Because this is a pandemic world event, just like the virus. You see those calisthenics that you're going through, that tiredness of what you're feeling, that is a lot of the dis-ease of your mind, the disease of the emotions that have been out of, out of alignment for so long that now that the agitant, the agitator has come in, it hurts to emotionally move. It hurts to try to imply and, and, and activate the things that people, rightfully so, are telling us are needful for us to have emotional health. Things like empathy. Oh, yes, it hurts for a lot of people. And you know why? Because for a lot of people, the way of the world has been set up such that the bandwidth of the amount of emotional stretching that you've needed to do to have a really good life has been limited. And thus, you've almost been hamstringed in your ability to use the empathetic emotional uh, act actions that are needed to get out of this pandemic. So there are a lot of people that are feeling confused. They're feeling like their hands are tied behind their backs. They're feeling like, I'm darned if I do, darned if I don't. I don't know. I'm confused. And it is because there is a lot of emotional activity, emotional calisthenics that are required to get you emotionally ready to move out of hell. Now, how can you say that, Michelle? That don't sound right. Yes, it does. Let's go back to pandemonium and start to really break this down. So let's go back to the etymology of the word pandemonium. And we know that pandemic and pandemonium are in the same family. So let's break it down. Pan, P-A-N, from the Greek god Pan, the purveyor of all, the universal. That's where we get large scale world event, all of it, Pan. Now, I do need to real, I need you to understand that Pan was a god of the, of the, of the, the pleasures of the flesh, of the earth itself, of the tangible, if you will. But he was also this god of uh, pl- uh of of 
sensuality of uh, delight and pleasures of the emotions, okay, to the excess. All right. So let's just say that. So when we look at pandemonium, uh, let's just uh, let's 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 go look at good old Milton, John Milton from Paradise Lost. That's what we first start seeing in in the written word uh, pandemonium and uh, written. uh, Let's see. 1667. Yeah, let me I'm trying to get to my notes, y'all. Yes, I was right. 1667. Paradise Lost comes out. And with John Milton, the Paradise Lost is a place where the name is the palace that's built in the middle of hell. Didn't I say we had to get out of hell? Okay, stick with me, y'all. And in the Paradise Lost, he talks about how the high capital of Satan and all his peers is pandemonium. And so when it comes down to pandemonium, It's the abode of all the demons, just like it says in the contemporary, the abode of demons, the place where demons are. Okay. And it's because it is a combined word of pan with the word demon, pandemon, pandemonium, pandemonium. That's where we get that. And so when you look at the late Latin of uh, demonium or demon, it meant an evil spirit. Now, before you start quaking in your boots and all of that, I am not talking about a maleficent kind of uh, uh, evil, if you will. I am instead talking about from that time what evil spirit actually meant. It meant an inferior divine power. And it also meant a lesser God. Okay. So think of this in how we are going about today. And we're like, oh, they're, they're, they're rioting. They're this, they're that. And we already know that pandemonium is a state of utter chaos and riot. We see this is what happens. But let's go back and look at pan being all everything. Okay. That's where you get like panoramic view and all of that. And let's look at demon, evil spirit. I don't know why it took me. I'm talking about, I was in grad school before ding, ding, ding. It finally hit. Now you might already know this, but I didn't. So I'm going to share it with you because I didn't know it. And maybe just somebody out there listening to me didn't know it either. But evil is simply the reverse of live. L-I-V-E reversed is evil. And so the way evil was noted in the yesteryear, the ancient times before we had Hollywood and horror, evil meant the reverse of what was in alignment. So to be out of alignment to instead of being in the good place, you were in the riotous place. Instead of being in the joy, you were in the fire and the the turmoil. And so a demon was a lesser God, an inferior God, because it was out of order. 
live or live, if you will, and evil are the same. They are just the reversals of each other. And thus, we now find ourselves in the reversal of health. We are in dis-ease. And so we are now experiencing not only trying to find the right footing and the readjustment on the biological side of the pandemic to get back into right footing with it, we are in our emotional pandemic where everybody's nerves are raw. And I am telling you, I see people and you can't tell, oh my God, you cannot tell me these people are not believing that they are in total paradise. They standing up and speaking it with their whole chest and they are saying, leave it alone. Ain't nothing wrong when the rest of the world is like, we are in pain. We are all one body and you are trying to tell us that because the pain hadn't migrated over to that arm, that this arm over here doesn't matter. And I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole because that's not what's on my notes and that's not what I'm covering today because I took my time to take my days off to deal with my stuff. But what y'all are going to get is you're going to get that now it is time for you to survive our emotional pandemic. And in order to survive, survive means that you move through it and you live to tell a better day. Surviving an emotional pandemic means that you go through hell not to stay. You see, chaos, like I said, chaos is never a state to live in. It is a a transitory state where it comes through to tear up, demolish, and render final death on stuff that is no longer uh, supposed to be here. It is the death nail to a previous time. So much so that one of the tenements of chaos is fire. And whenever you think about hell, whether it be pitchforks and demons or whatever, you think about fire. You really shouldn't, but you do. But there is something beautiful about understanding it that way because fire is for purification. Mother Nature knows this and uses it And all the things that we love, all the things that we use. Heck, the fact that you don't die of a heat stroke in the summertime is because of things that made good under fire. Take, for instance, natural gas that we use to power our homes. Natural gas came from a whole bunch of fire and pressure over a long period of time on the fossilized remains of ancient beasts and creatures we now call dinosaurs. And over the years, Mother Nature simmered and burned and and boiled down that stuff into black gold, into gases. So we have oils and we have gases that now power our lives. But they went through a fire. Or, if you don't want to go that route, some of the biggest enjoyments that we have is a representation of what it means 
to have gone through pandemonium. Think about all of the silt, the riverbed um, slushes of, of millennia of tides going in and out. And then think about how the winds of change blow. And what used to be a lake is now a desert. Is and and what used to uh, have high vegetation has has changed its terrain. And through all that time, layer upon layer upon layer of dirt and soil and sand have pushed down, and the heat as the closer you get closer to the 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 outer layer of the core of the earth where it is fire, magma, and heat (laughs) starts to put pressure on the dirt. And then it turns into coal in some cases. And that coal under the pressure and the heat of its situation with nowhere to escape comes forth as a diamond. Uh Uh-huh. And you can go on and on with gold and and precious gems and metals and all of this. And you can see that, yeah, we love the oil, the natural gas, the gold, the diamonds. We love all that. But chaos is here to tell you, you don't have to go to that extreme (laughs) to get the lesson. You can move past it. You can move past All of that. Once you get that lesson, get gone. We are not made to live in the palace or even in the realm of the demons. We are not made to live in disalignment, a.k.a. disease. Because when you're in disease, you're in the evil, if you will. You're in the life, live, reversed. Your life becomes evil because it is out of alignment. It is disease. It is pandemonium and it is a pandemic. And so to move past that, we must be willing, as I said, to do the work. Calisthenics, exercising your emotions, to to do the things that cause you to be sore, frustrated because it's new and you don't know what will happen and causing you to recognize how weak We are in what it takes to get out of this disalignment will cause many to want to shrink back, but we must prevail. We must move forward. So here are some of the things real quick that I want to give you practically to help you to start working on getting past the emotional impact of the pandemic that we're in, how to strengthen yourself, how to make sure that you put on your spiritual mask, if you will, to get past this. First thing is to start with the empathy. That's one of the lowest hanging fruits I could tell you. Uh, Start with empathetic checkups. And what I want you to do is, is I want you to start exercising uh, your empathy to start doing the proverbial mile in someone else's shoes. And that does not mean that you strip them of their uniqueness. It does not mean that you try to understand them through the filter of who you are. It means that you take them at face value and you move from trying to be an ally, meaning that you're trying to walk side by side with them, to an advocate, to where you get to the point where 
you have become one with them such that you can mount a defense for them with as an impassioned plea as if it were for yourself. And in order to do that, you have to start doing empathy checkups. And an empathy checkup is when you're able to see someone in their totality of all of their differences and keeping in mind their differences and still being able to honestly, unequivocally be able to say, that's me. Yeah, I understand that. That affects me the same way. I said this one time to um, a, a person who hit me with the, oh God, I don't see color. And because I cared for their soul more than I cared to just go slap off on them, I I went there and I told them, I said, see, the problem with someone who can actually say and mean it, I, I don't see color is that you're trying to give me a backhanded compliment to say that I'm the measure that I rule, uh, that I judge everybody on. And so for me to say, I don't see color means that I'm willing to say that you're my equal. No, see my color, understand that I'm your equal, whether you can see that or not. The fact is I am your equal, period. And understand that you do see all the differences, learn to embrace them for what they are. They are the way to move out of pandemonium and to get your life back. Do the empathy checkups. And what I told them was, is to stop judging people by the appearance and learn to judge people by the content of their character. Because that part is going to dictate everything anyway. I don't care how cute or put together the presentation of the package. If you open it up and it's a big pile of crap, it's still a big pile of crap. So that's one of the first things you can do. Get to the point where you're able to stretch and get to an understanding that your belief system does not equal uh, universal correctness that you have to allow people to have their belief systems as well and learn to live with respecting their belief systems. And the next thing is, is to understand that you must walk through hell. Yes, you must confront all the monsters, all the demons, all the things that go bump in the night, all the things that make you cringe, uh, that are in the hell that you walk through to get to the other side because the only way we're getting out of this is to go through hell. Mm -hmm. And you have to not shrink back from the discomfort of doing the work. And so as my time really has already gone, I'm gonna try to squeeze this in here. To survive our emotional pandemic, we must be willing to stop trying to necessarily knock down someone's walls and instead go underneath them down into hell to get on the other side of that wall where we can join each other in the sameness of understanding that we've all done this work, that no one has to do all the work while somebody else just sits around and benefits. Be willing to understand that pandemonium and pandemics are here to pass, never to stay. And we have to do the work or we all perish.
So with that being said, y'all, my time is up. I thank you for yours. This has been Michelle Spivey, your Practical Priestess of Wisdom, with another podcast of Wisdom Smack. Don't forget to check the show notes, and I'll see you later. And that's going to do it for today's podcast of Wisdom Smack with Michelle Spiva. If you like this podcast, please help us get the word out. Like, comment, subscribe, and even share. And if you really like it, please help us continue to get the word out by considering using this show's link for Amazon. So when you want to go to Amazon and you do all of your general shopping, uh, please use michellespiva.com forward slash AMZ. It's simple as that. It doesn't cost you anything extra. And this show might receive a little bit of commission that will go towards helping to further get these episodes out to you and to others. So thank you so much for listening. This has been Michelle Spiva with Wisdom Smack. Bye.